It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolized Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off-limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! What's going on, everybody? Dwayne from Two Goalies, One Mike, here with your first edition of I'll Hang Up and Listen for the 2021-2022 Buffalo Sabres season. And guys... Before we start, I'm going to sing for you a little tune that normally I hate, but today I love tonight. I absolutely love it. It starts and goes like this. Ole, 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 ole. Who doesn't? love singing that song what it entails sending those habs home to montreal see you later blew you out the blew you out of the key bank center uh, sorry key bank center five to one go home crying i love it uh the only thing that could have made this better is if there were montreal Canadiens fans in the house so we could sing that song to them as they get ready to hop on the 190 north to head back to canada see you later don't let the door hit you on the way out but with that being said, guys, uh, just an unbelievable effort tonight by the Buffalo Sabres. And let's start with Don Granado, Donnie Meatballs. Let me tell you, man, uh, when he took over uh, as, the, as the Sabres bench boss last season, uh, you saw a slow change in culture with this team. And one of the things that stood out to me the most uh, – that was night and day between him and Ralph Kruger was his ability to adapt and put his players in a system that put them in positions to succeed. Uh, whereas Ralph Kruger had his system is very defensively minded, very defensively focused. And he had a bunch of offensively skilled hockey players and it just didn't mesh well with those players, but he wasn't willing to adapt. Donnie meatballs will adapt. And his system just to begin with is very high intensity, fast paced, transition hockey, you know, they play from what it looked like. And I was there tonight to watch it firsthand Um, in his system. This team is going to compete every single night. As long as your feet are moving, it's not a slow paced system. You're constantly moving. It's high intensity. And one of the things I said, uh, especially during our season preview episode of two goalies with Mike uh, was that, you know, even if there's a lack of skill, 
uh, with this team right now. Um, and that's not to, you know, say anything negative about these players. I mean, I, you know, I, I think I'm saying something that everyone else has said too, but they are going to be really, really difficult to play against because you have a lot of players on this roster that have something to prove. They're trying to earn their keep. Some players are trying to earn an next contract. So every single time they go out there, it, they, it's, it's like that feeling is like, if I don't perform tonight, Don Grinnell is the type of guy who's not going to be afraid to sit me down and it's going to be next man up. Uh, Don Grinnell has gone on and said that. You have guys, a guy like R2 Rustalainen who was on the outside looking in tonight, who's you know salivating to get into this lineup. He's he's waiting. He's hungry. And that's 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 just what this team needs. This is what this fan base needs because we've been begging and dying for a team that's just going out – willing to go out there every single night and work their asses off because they know how much this team means to us, to us, the fans. And they, they played like that tonight. They gave that kind of effort. Um, they played, uh, play, play for us. And that's what it felt like, man. That was the most fun I've had at a hockey game in the last two years. Easily, easily. And, um, you know, I'm looking for, if, if you're going to tell me I'm going to get that kind of effort, Every single game, win or lose, I'm all on board. I'm all on board because that's all we've wanted, man. Uh, you know, I'm not going to sit there and make it this a direct comparison, but it reminds me of that 96 97 team, you know, the hardest working team in hockey. Come to the games, the fan wearing a hard hat. Um, you know, Ray, May, the boogeyman, uh, Boop, uh, Bobby Boopner, um, uh, Barnaby, just all those guys who made you made. made made teams scared to come play in Buffalo, but you know what? Like, obviously we don't have those types of players that play that type of game, but you know, in that first period, especially in the beginning, man, Kyle, like Posa was throwing his body around, throwing hard hits. Darlene too. Like you saw you, everybody was willing to lay their body on the line for the betterment of the team. And that's just what we wanted as fans. Am I right? Like, like, like we haven't had that in such a long time. And I remember sitting under the game next to producer Steve and I was getting text message to text message from, from friends and group chats. Like who is, who are these guys? Like where did this come from? Like go out there and you leave it all on the ice. And that's all we've wanted as fans, man. And it was such a breath of fresh air to see out there. And I can't state that enough. Um, if you're going to give us that kind of effort every single night, man, you're going to see that arena, you know, again, win or lose, it's going to get, start to get a lot more full because that's what we've wanted, man. Uh, you know, we appreciate the effort, uh, you know, and, uh, the talk about potential and, you know, you know, hopefully possibly, you know, look to the future. That kind of talk is over. You know, time is now let's, let's start this now. Let's start this transition to winning hockey now. And granted, it doesn't have to be winning immediately, but make it hard for teams to come in here and play. And it's, so it's not just a guaranteed two points anymore. That's all I ask. That's all the fans ask. And that will eventually translate into winning hockey. Maybe it not necessarily this season, but the next season, the following season after that, when you have players that are developing more, Dylan Cousins, every single game is going to develop more and more of a leader. Guys going to continue to put on more weight. Same thing at Rasmus Dahlin. Uh, you know, you hope that, you know, even though he's getting paid an insane amount of money, Jeff Skinner takes on more of a leadership role and starts to put the buck in the back of that again. You know, these guys are going to start to really mesh under Granado's system, and they look like they're a family. That's the biggest thing, man. Like that is the thing that stood out the most to me. And you know, the story of this season, 
uh, outside of that is obviously going to be Rick Jenner at RJ. And let's give him something to at least smile about every time he's calling a game. You know, I know he loves this city and he always, uh, he made comments that him and the Buffalo Sabres were a match made in heaven. Well, you know, coming into the night before this game started, I was depressed because it's like, he's going to go out there and he's going to look at an arena of like 7,000 people. And that in this hot, in this city in Buffalo, New York, which is a hockey city at heart, that's not right. And he deserves better than that. I hope that this team and this effort that they're going to give in every single night, if they give that effort, that arena is going to start to get more, excuse me, more full and more full. So hats off to Don Granado. Unbelievable. Yeah, that was another thing too. Is one of the another big issues with last season was they never looked ready out of the gate. They never looked prepared to play. The Sabres were prepared to play. It looked like, you know, I, I was just on with Andrew Berkshire and um Brock McGillis on, on Andrew's show uh, game over with the Steve uh, Dangle Podcast Network. And one of the things uh you know he said was, you know, Montreal just didn't look ready to play. They, they did. They they were like repaired. It looked like Don Granado had been watching tape. Hundred percent, man. That's exactly what it looked like, and that's something that's been missing behind our bench. A guy that's willing to put in those man hours to study the opponent and know how to prepare his team and what they're going to be ready for. Because the Sabers, you know, the, again that North South hockey was near perfect tonight. Um, their transition game was perfect tonight. They're playing the neutral zone. Uh, you know. Montreal played a played a very aggressive style in the neutral zone to try and create turnovers. And Buffalo was ready for that. You know, we saw it with Kyle Poso coming out of the neutral zone there in the first period. I was blown away. Guy pulled a toe coming out of the neutral zone. Uh, guy left his jock, you know, you know, forgot his jock strap and, you know, floats a pass over to Cody Eakin for a phenomenal scoring chance. You were creating small odd man rush, uh, odd man rushes in small areas of the ice, especially below the hash marks all game. And let's not talk about special teams. Sabres won all the special teams battles, man. They looked phenomenal on the power play tonight. And another guy I want to talk about, Tage Thompson at center. Um, He didn't look out of place tonight. He really didn't. Um, And he took that spot that normally is held by Jack Eichel on that, on that power play unit. He had, he he took a couple, uh, took a couple shots, you know, that we're normally used to seeing Jack take from that, uh, from that faceoff circle. And, you know, he didn't look out of place over there. The guy has a shot. He has a cannon. And, again, another guy that looked night and day compared to what he was last year. Um, he used to overhandle the puck, um, didn't use his body to his advantage most a, a lot of the time. He, The way he was able to use his body tonight to protect pucks and his reach, uh, you know, to keep the puck out of reach of uh, defenders, you know, it was pretty prevalent. And, you know, I know this is just one game, but you know if this is a sign of things to come for Tage Thompson, I'm I'm looking forward to. It. We're never going to win that Ryan O'Reilly trade. There's nothing Tage Thompson's going to do unless he goes on and have an MVP season and leads us to a Stanley Cup. There's nothing Tage Thompson is ever going to be able to do to justify the return on that trade. But you want to know what? Uh, he is taking steps in the right direction, and that was a guy that I enjoyed watching tonight for sure. Um, Anders Bjork with the goal too. Um, Another guy too, you know, had a little pressure on him. You know, he's playing for a spot, playing for uh, for a future contract on this team, um, and you know, obviously, we were all kind of upset with the return on the Taylor Hall trade. He he's he's the guy that came back in that. So I hope he's still playing with a chip on his shoulder. He has something to prove too. So 
Uh, just a lot to be excited about with this game tonight. Again, 5-1 uh, finish, final score. Uh, Sabres absolutely annihilated the Montreal Canadiens if you're just hopping in. Uh, it, it's it, you know just absolute uh, fun to watch. It, hockey was fun uh, tonight to watch, and I can't I can't stress that enough, man. I, I had so much fun tonight watching that game. Uh, I'm glad I could catch that game with uh, producer Steve. So uh, another another talking point too tonight. Definitely player of the game for me, without a doubt. And you know honorable mention too after that. But player of the game for me was Craig Anderson. 40-year-old Craig Anderson, 35 saves and 36 shots. Guy looked phenomenal, man. He, he looked quick out there. His puck tracking was phenomenal. Um, just, you know, you know, he wasn't playing too deep in the paint. And just the reflexes were there, man. I, I, I you know, I'm a big fan of Craig Anderson. You know, back when he was making that playoff run with Ottawa, uh, they just fell short of making the finals. But, you know, I loved his story, um, the story of his wife and how she battled and uh, the cancer survivor. Um his wife, Nicole. So, you know, hats off to him, man. Unbelievable debut for the Buffalo Sabres tonight. You know, I'm going to start, start the chant. Craig Anderson for Vesna. You heard it here first. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but um, honorable mention though, hands down without a doubt. And I think tonight he played the best game he's ever played in a Buffalo uniform, Kyle Ocposo. Now yet yeah, you heard that right. I said, Kyle Ocposo. You're not going to find a bigger critic of that guy than me over the past couple of years. Um, you know, he's a great guy. I'm sure, you know, I've always been sure of that. Um, probably good for the locker room, but I've been a big critic of his. Um, just never earning that contract. Uh, I've, I've always kind of accused him of, you know, kind of being complacent and just kind of here for the ride. He looked phenomenal tonight. Absolutely phenomenal. He was dangling. The guy was playing well on the boards. He was extremely physical. He looked like a completely different player. Um, he put that A on his jersey. And I, you know, I have to believe he took that very seriously. He takes it to heart. And hands down, and I, I believe Rick Jenneret even said it uh, after, you know, during the game. He said, this is the best game I've ever seen him play in a Buffalo uniform. And I tend to agree. Kyle Posto looked phenomenal tonight. And, you know, you know, Couple clicks for Craig Anderson and Kyle Posted tonight. Couple clicks for the Buffalo Sabres. So, with that being said, guys, uh, just unbelievable effort, top to bottom tonight. Uh, we have Arizona next, I believe, uh, either maybe tomorrow or Saturday. I, I can't remember, um, but looking forward to that. Let's go two and zero, baby. <laughs> uh, let's get cup crazy, right? No, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. But uh, just so you guys want to remember that this uh, episode of I'll Hang Up and Listen is, of course, brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case. Uh, what's your outlet? Uh, get over there. You know, they have a lot of options uh, whenever I you know, need to pick up, uh, you know, either, you know, some adult beverages for a Bills or a Sabres game. I always head over to Outlet Liquor. Uh, so with that being said, uh, guys, have a great night. And I have three words for you. Let's go Sabres. Hey, everybody. This is Dwayne from Two Goalies, One Mike here to remind you that after you get done listening to the episode, which I hope you loved it and I hope you enjoyed it, please be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you are using Apple Podcasts, 
do me a favor. Please be sure to leave us a five-star review. And of course, write us a review. It goes a long way in getting us noticed and getting us some kind of recognition in this world of podcasting. It goes such a long way. And obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, at two goalies, one mic, hammer that subscribe button, leave us some comments, show us some love with some likes. Again, it goes a long way and we really appreciate your love and support to those of you who have been with us since episode one. Thanks for sticking with us for this long. For those of you who are jumping on the bandwagon right now, I promise you, you will not be disappointed. We have a season of guests that are going to blow you away. Uh, this year for hockey is going to be big with them going to ESPN, TNT. We've already seen how great it's been just you know, they just got done with the first two nights of the season. It's been phenomenal. We get Gretzky back, Gretzky and Barkley. It's, it's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. So we are going to have so much to talk about this year. Thanks for hopping on with us. Thanks for listening to this episode and we will talk to you soon. I'm Jeff Woods and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. We all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast. Heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. The podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, the Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd.